We've got do you know Lobster Fest at Red Lobster? You've heard of that? No, I've never I've never gone to it. But um, one year Lobster Fest is a promotional thing at Red Lobster where they like have like I don't know I think it's like deals on like seafood so you can get like stuff way less expensive and eat more seafood. One of the first Lobster Fest Red Lobster ever did though. They uh, didn't realize how much food people were going to eat, and they ended up losing over $3 million on the promotion. Yeah, dude, because people ate so much fucking lobster. I'm getting lobster today. A bucket Bob's Lobster Shack by me. It's fire. All right. <laughs> Let's uh, get today's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of the podcast. Hope you guys are doing good today. Man, episode 32. 32 is actually my number through sports, through my my young life when I was in uh, elementary school. If we were in upstate New York, I would have said elementary. But we'll say it right, or try, I think that's right, elementary. Is that how people say it? I don't know. But in elementary school, high school, I uh, number 32 is always my number through lacrosse, basketball. So, special episode here for me, because that is my number. Kind of wishing that my number was 33, though. That's kind of a cooler number. I don't think 32 has too much symbolism involved with it, but... Uh, a few things before we get into today's episode. October 11th is the next Sunday sale. Um, I'll try and have some 14 mil stuff there. I know a lot of people have been asking for the 14 mil stuff, because I've been dropping lots of 10 mil. I'll try to have a couple 14s there. Um, we also have a, uh, new mood mat coming out. Um, it's going to be a little bit, I probably should have waited to talk about it, but I'm fucking excited about it. We actually have two new mood mats coming out cause we order two at a time. Usually we'll get like one big one and then a smaller one. And then we also have a new shirt coming out and those tie dye pre-sales will be shipping here soon. So thank you so much everybody that supported that. Um, quick little weekly wrap up for me. Uh, yeah, it's been I swear the last few episodes I've only I feel like I've just complained the first like about my week or my weekly wrap ups, but the weeks have been stressful. This week is no different. Um but it's life, right? Been listening to that Frank Sinatra song, That's Life, on repeat the last couple of days. Just it just makes me smile because I'm like, it is life. What are you gonna do? You just keep on going. That's what we're here for. We just keep moving forward. No matter what the situation is, that's life. But my poor cat grizzly bear is not doing too good health wise. He's my spirit animal. Um, he, I, I mean, most people, I feel like they never meet their spirit animal. They're just like, oh, like it'd be cool if I met the creature that's my spirit animal. I actually met mine. Um, he's an incredible creature. I mean, even though he has like, he's a bit overweight and usually has some poop on his butt, but hey, he's a great guy. I love him. And I hope he gets better, but he's feeling a little under the weather. And then the brakes went out on my car the other day during this whole situation. And it was just, you know, it humbles you. You're just like, whoa, I have no control over anything. That's the one thing is like we all as people, we try to control everything. We try to make sure everything's super organized in our lives and everything's put together so that everything goes perfect. But as hard as you try to control everything, we have control of nothing. We uh, we create the illusion that we have control over things to keep our psyche calm. But really, we have control over nothing. We're just on a big fucking ball spitted through the universe. So... 
This week's been a little bit of a downer, but that's okay. We're at the podcast today. I get to have some fun. I get to smoke weed with you guys and chill and have a fun episode and relax. So I'm grateful for that. Um, the other day, actually, what was it? Sunday night. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, it was Sunday night. Uh, Sunday night, I made another one of the RBR spinner caps that spins water and, you know, all the things, water, terps, all that stuff. So today's episode, we're going to be doing some double dabs to this RBR spinner cap, you know, goes on there. And everyone's always making comments. They're like, they're like, wow, how's, how's that seal not breaking? Like these nails can hold the weight. And I'm like, I think most good quartz nails can handle the weight. Um, especially like what's interesting about these Evan Shores. I'm using the Evan Shore long neck nails. And when these first came out, people were like, oh, they're so, they're going to be, they're going to be fragile because look how long the neck is. I'm like, does that look fragile to you? That shit's holding. I mean, we just, you know, I mean, it's what it, we just, this is the next cap you put on. And then you just kind of keep stacking them. And then, I mean, the more you stack, the more inefficient and uncomfortable the dab is, but it's fun to watch. It's really something. I got to stop slouching today, guys. Be honest with you, I'm fucking tired. I'm really tired. I've been working like a, I mean, always say this every episode. They honestly, you guys could probably take clips from episodes one through thirty of me saying, "I'm really tired. I'm working like a crazy person, working like an animal." But it's what it is. I always am, but it's always to different degrees. Sometimes I'm going to bed earlier. Like I've told you guys this year, I've been going to bed way earlier. But this last couple of weeks, we've been up late again. I say we because I might be crazy, but I've been up late working. And putting those hours in, just trying to get ready for the holidays, trying to get ready for this time of year. Because when it starts getting cold, the sun starts going down early, I start losing motivation. So does my wife. This time of year is when the baby gets sick. You know what I mean? Like little kids, especially from ages like one to three, they're like goddamn sponges for bacteria and viruses. This is the time of year where we get like last year, my wife and I were sick from October to February. From we had so many different things and like we were just sick the whole time and working like that when you're that sick fucking sucks. So we're trying so hard this year to get a little bit ahead, get some money saved. So just in case we get sick, that way we can actually take a day off and try to recover quicker than working while you're sick and being sick for two weeks straight and knocking down your immune system. And I'll tell you what, this is not the time to knock down your immune system. Even though we were sick last year during when Corona was all happening and we, my wife and I lost our smile, lost my smell for over a month. I swear to God, we got it already, but everyone says that. And I want to be hanging out with everyone and saying the same thing. So I'm saying I got it already too. Um, but with saving a little extra money so that we can take it slow. And obviously I'm saying too, cause of the sun going down earlier, we get less motivation. There's going to be nights. I'd like to stop working at maybe eight or 10 o'clock at night and not work to midnight or two. Like I, I maybe only want to work to eight, you know, maybe only want to work 12 hours that day. But so we're trying to do that. We're taking all of our fucking immune system stuff, like our elderberry and our, all of our different mushrooms and stuff like that. So we can hopefully, Hopefully make it through this winter season without too much sickness because, man, those babies, they bring it. Uh, our doctor tells us, though, that this is like usually the last year that they really get sick like this. So hopefully. Um, but let's talk a little bit about uh, growing real quick while we're just enjoying this joint because I don't want to take a dab quite yet because once we start doing these double dabs, I'm going to stop making sense. Um but I am going to have a grower on the podcast here soon. He's one of my friends, and he's a legend here in Colorado. Um, 
So he's going to be on the podcast here soon, and we're going to talk about all sorts of fun stuff with growing to seeds and breeding and, you know, the commercial side of growing from, like, traveling and working with all different brands and all just all different shit, like, from, like, starting your first grow. We'll do a big episode on just growing, so all you guys here listening that are interested in that, we'll do an episode on that, and also we're going to do an episode with an extract company, a couple different extract companies, different episodes, so... We have a lot of fun stuff coming up. I got to get my third camera for the extract company, though, because we got to have a camera right above us showing off the terps that we're playing with and stuff so you guys can see exactly what we're talking about. So we're getting there, though. But um, like I said, while we finish this joint, before we get to double dabs, um, I think I've talked a little bit about growing on here, at least my background with it. At least I've talked about how much I love the terps and the seeds and all the genetics and all that shit. But... Man, when I first started growing, um, when I first bought my first seeds, I actually bought them online. I bought them from a place called Attitude Seed Bank. And they're a really, really big seed bank that's popular. I believe they're based out of Amsterdam or maybe Spain, but I'm pretty sure it's Amsterdam. And um, I remember when I was like trying to figure out how to pay for these seeds, I'm like sitting there on the computer and I'm like, we have to use a credit card. And I'm getting anxiety because I'm like, this is like 2000 nine or 2010 maybe and um i was like well if i order seeds with a credit card and ship them to my house like i'm asking to get in trouble because like i had weed at my house i had like like not like i wasn't growing yet but i had like jars of weed and pipes and all stuff i'm like if you're shipping seeds yourself with your credit card and your name on it like i was so scared of getting in trouble so i tried to go to walmart and buy like these fucking like um gift certificate cards to buy the seeds so i was like well at least my name won't be attached to it i bought all these cards and I could not figure out how to get them to work with attitude. I even called them and like, we just couldn't, they just weren't working with the international, their banking system or whatever. So I was like, fuck it. And I just put my card in. I was like, maybe I'm going to go to jail for $150 of seeds. I have no idea. Whatever. I just, I just wanted them so bad because at that time I didn't have a real big circle of people that smoked around me. I had like just moved home from New York city and like I, I was smoking fucking dank weed in New York city, but then I moved back to upstate New York and there was like nothing. And I just didn't know anyone. My circle was small. So I was like, I had to grow. And I've talked about this before, but I'm just trying to keep this part brief. So I had to figure out how to like grow it myself. And then the only way to get seeds was I ended up just actually ordering them off this seed bank, but they ended up coming. Well, actually the first box didn't come. Uh, first box didn't come and I had an anxiety attack and they were like, Oh, it didn't make it through customs. Um, we'll send you another box. So they sent me a second one and that one made it. Um, but man, when, when you get your, like when you're ordering seeds and stuff, guys, I don't know if you guys have ever just sat on websites and just scrolled and looked at all the genetics and all the different like flavors and terp profiles they're advertising. These seeds will give you. But when I was first getting into growing, I would sit on there like, I mean, I don't know if any of you guys like window shop or send any website and just dream about how someday I would get this, this, and this, and this would be the perfect setup or the perfect thing or whatever. That's how I was with seeds. I used to just sit on these seed websites and stuff. And this was before Instagram because nowadays on Instagram, you can actually like go to the fucking breeders Instagram page and look at like nice photos of the genetics and look at what the breeder has to say. But back when I was ordering seeds, it really wasn't like that. Or at least if it was, I didn't know about it, but um, I'm usually out of the loop. It's just kind of my personality. But, um, yeah, I used to just sit on these seed websites and just like read all the crazy genetics and just dream about it. And I finally ordered some, they made it to me. I got it. I popped them and immediately when I popped these seeds and started growing these plants, I was like, oh yeah, this is what I want to do. I want to be a grower. I really thought I was going to be a grower. 
That's what I thought it was going to be. And um, I just got so obsessed with the genetics and all the flavor profiles that this plant could create. I was just, it was just so crazy to me. I'm like, nothing else tastes like a lemon, but a lemon. But then there's this plant that can taste like a lemon. It, it just that simple thing. Cause one of the first seeds I popped was super lemon haze from greenhouse seed bank or greenhouse seeds or whatever they're called. And, um, that was the company I told the story a few episodes back about when I met Franco and hung out with, uh, the strain hunters. Those are the, that's their seed companies, greenhouse seeds. So it's all like kind of, you know, it's comes full circle. Like I never would have thought back then when I was buying these seeds from greenhouse and dreaming about it and like watching strain hunters every day on YouTube and just, being obsessed with it, like that I'd actually meet those guys and spend a day one-on-one with them and give them a honey jar recycler. And, but yeah, that's another story we've already talked about, but man, when I first started getting into growing, some of the issues I was running into was like, I was like, okay, popping the seeds. Okay. They start growing and then they start turning yellow, looking like shit. And I, like I said, I didn't really have anyone to talk to. So I was mostly looking up stuff and I was like, oh man, people are using, they're not just using regular water and mixing nutrients into it. Like you need reverse osmosis water. What the fuck is reverse osmosis water? So then I started doing more research. I learned about RO and I, and, but my parents' property, we had the water tested at our local hydroponic store and they're like an RO machine's not going to do much to this water. This water is still a little bit too hard for the plants or something. I think it was like the water was like hard water and it just... It wasn't good for the plants and we didn't have the money to get the system. So what I ended up doing was I went and bought, I think it was something like 18 five-gallon buckets from Home Depot, those orange buckets. And I found the cleanest lake in upstate New York, which ended up being like the second cleanest lake in North America. Um, And I got some of that water and I got it tested and the hydroponic store was like, this water is like perfect. This is perfect water. So this lake was about a half an hour from my house. So I would put all these buckets in the back of my F-250 and I would drive my truck up north to this lake. I would collect all this water. I would drive it back down south and I would feed the plants and I would carry the, the plants were in the attic of a house. So I would carry these five gallon buckets up like flights of stairs and the attic was all like small and angled. So I'd like crawl in this little crawl space and like mix my nutrients and water the plants. It was all hidden because in upstate New York, that shit's illegal. Um, or at least it was back then. Um, but I remember just like how much work I did for these plants to grow them. That's why when I had the finished product, I couldn't sell it. I literally couldn't even sell it. I'd sell a little bit to friends, like an eighth here or there, but I wouldn't let people just grab like a bunch of ounces. I would just keep it in jars and I would, I would appreciate it and cherish it, cherish it because I had spent so much time and I killed myself to grow. And I was like, no money is worth what this is worth to me. Like these terps, these genetics. And like, I carried every single ounce of water up. I drove it, you know, round trip, like 50 miles. And then I carried it upstairs and like crawled through a crawl space and hand watered with these buckets of water. And I did that for years. I did it for like three years or something like that. Four years, maybe I did it for a long time. And, you know, I did it until we just didn't grow there anymore because, but eventually we did get an RO machine and stuff like the last year we were growing there and whatnot. And, but it's all those, like, it's all those like little bits of like time and effort you put in that other people don't see, you know, and I try to appreciate what I do in myself. So sometimes you can't just give something or sell something. There's some pipes like there's ideas I have for pipes that I want to make that I'll, if I made it, I'd never sell it. I just couldn't. There's, it's just not really a selling. I made it because I've had to see it become 
it turned into a physical object because right now it just exists in the ether of my mind. If I'm going to make something that is really crazy and really technical, like I don't want to sell it because it's not, that was never made to make money. That was made because it had to be, it had to exist. And that was almost the same concept with the weed I was growing. I was like, this stuff is like, it needs to be shared with people. I want, I, sh- I gave more of it. I gave more away than I ever sold because selling it didn't make sense to me. I was like, this is worth way more than this. And then people were like, why are you giving it away then? I was like, because that's worth more to me than money. Giving someone something really nice that I made with my hands that I grew myself. That's a real farmer's mentality. So <clears throat> I don't know, man, I miss growing a lot. I can't wait to have a grow around here. My dude, we're going to, me and my homie, when we start talking, we're going to go in. I'm excited. Um, hopefully in the next week or so, we'll get that all scheduled and put together. I just got to hit him up. But I confirmed with him. He's down. He's ready. He's back in town. So I'm excited to meet up with him. Let's play with this carb cap a little bit, guys. Let's see what's up. I got to clean both these nails because I took a double dab last night and just it knocked me out. And I just like left it all filthy. So the, both these nails are dirty. So we're going to warm them up, Q-tip them. And then we will... Uh, We'll talk about this carb cap before I take the dab. We'll talk about the construction of it. We'll talk about how it functions because once I take a dab, I'm going to be really fumbling over my words. I'm telling you what, I'm going to be just trying to figure out where I am. And I'm going to be like, you got just sound like sound sober, you know, but it's not going to happen. All right. So let's clean this up. And while, while the nails are cooling, we'll talk about the construction of the piece, but I got to warm them up just a little bit so that that, uh, leftover reclaim in there actually moves around because it's a little cool out today in Colorado it's in the mid to high 40s so I mean the terps if they're out in the garage here they're a little stiff it's almost like uh, honey or molasses when it gets cold that's the same consistency I'd explain the, the reclaim is and I know like 99% of you guys are like I know what the fuck reclaim is dude like but believe it or not there are some people that watch this that don't even smoke they just watch it they're like oh this is different or what's this about? They maybe they want to see, take an inside look into our little industry or whatever. Who knows? So, all right, this one looks pretty good. I'm gonna hit it one more time, then we'll clean up the nail on the piece. Um, and again, these double dabs when you're dabbing two things at once, it's so inefficient. It's pointless, but it's super fun. Um, yeah, that's the best way for me to explain it because I have to make it so clear that because there's enough people out there that be like, dude, that's stupid. Why are you trying to sell people something like that? I'm like, dude, I'm not. It's not available, and I made it for fun. Just enjoy it. So that's why I always try to be clear. It's pointless. I'm not trying to convince anyone this is a better way to smoke. If anything, this is a worse way to smoke, but it's a great time. Okay, this is finally clean. I'm going to make a cool fucking stand because I have a couple of these fucking water spinning caps i'm gonna make a couple more and i'm gonna make a stand where like have you guys ever seen how like wine glasses like slide into like a thing on the ceiling and they kind of hang there i'm gonna make a thing for the mouthpieces so they slide into and it'll be like a stand where they all kind of hang and i'll have it like on this big table for when we sesh people can grab those water spinning caps and throw another dab through there if they want to um no one ever really wants to though except for me but i'm having a good time that's why i do this shit though it's because it's fun for me You know, some people get obsessed and hooked and they want to make crazy technical patterns. And then there's guys like me that just do dumb stuff like this, but I have fun. And that's what I'm trying to do because life, life is so constantly up and down and stressful. If you have an opportunity to enjoy yourself, you got to take it.
You absolutely have to take it. If anything, 2020 has taught us that. Stop making excuses and go out and do it. Do something with people. Like, cause I was the guy. I mean, I always tell people, no, I got, I can't do this. I even say it on here on the podcast. I joke how my my daughter is the greatest excuse not to go do anything. <clears throat> um, so I like to contradict myself constantly. It's really fun to just make videos on the internet and constantly just contradict yourself and say the opposite. But that's what it is to be human, right? Our personalities vary depending on the day and the situations that we're in, the people we interact with. The fucking weather. I mean, people are just like seasons. We change constantly. But that's just being a person, right, guys? This is me making conversation while I'm concentrating on cleaning a nail. I hope you guys are enjoying it. And if you are listening to just the audio of this podcast, this part right here is going to be more interesting with the video because we're going to be dabbing um, a water spinning cap on a nail, two dabs, two nails, three carb caps, or two two carb caps. We could do three, though. I could throw another nail in that carb cap. We could do a triple dab. I think I got another 10 mil. Oh, I do right in front of me. Let's think about this real quick. There's so, there's so many options here like it's like building with fucking legos when you start making glass attachments like i make all of a sudden you're like oh my gosh it's like legos that the end the possibilities are endless and that's how i'm feeling right now i'll let that just kind of just cook for a second i gotta throw some more butane in this torch but hypothetically speaking we could we definitely could take three dabs at once and that might be how we end the episode today i'm not 100 percent sure that's what we're doing but um i mean it could yeah yeah we just have to like hold it because those aren't an airtight seal anymore but we could like hold it back obviously we could go like this i could go like this yeah and then we just gotta throw a carb cap up there and we could do three so maybe we'll do that today. That might be fun. Or it might be a mess and we might break something, but either way, it'll be good content, I'm sure. So we'll get into that here in a little bit. I don't even know what to do with this. See, this is why I need a stand. Because at this point, people are like, wow, this really is pointless. Like, what is he doing? Why does he have two in his hand right now? Is it hot? No, okay. Let's put this back. I got a little micro. I want to take a dab on here too, because it's got to go back in the kiln anyways, because I forgot to flatten the little, the little bubble on the drain so it doesn't sit fully flat. So I just got to reflatten that, or actually have to flatten it. I just didn't flatten it at all. It's just round, but on a mood mat, it's, it's good to go. All right, let's warm these up. And then, like I said, I'll explain this carb cap a little bit for you guys while these nails are cooling down. <clears throat> Hope you guys are enjoying your day, getting ready for fall. Hopefully you guys are doing good wherever you are. I know the world is a little bit wild right now. I'm just in my garage still, smoking weed. Even if the world was like really fully ending, I'm pretty sure this is the same place I'd be. I like it here. I'm a real introvert. I'm one of those people, me and my wife always talk about how we like, we'll be like, oh, we like, wish we like worked harder at friendships and could build like, like, you know, better friendships with people. Cause we have people that definitely want to be like friends and like hang out and stuff, but we're just so, uh, 
I don't know. We got to find a balance. We got to say, we're starting to learn to say no to more stuff, which all that's happening now is people are getting more mad at me, but it is what it is. I'm like, well, I guess either I can make everyone happy and work myself to death, or I could make, keep my family happy and healthy. And maybe people won't be stoked on that. I'm not getting them in order as fast. This is really fun. What I'm doing right here. Stay there for a minute. Need butane. So we're trying to find that balance. Cause I see like, artists and people I look up to that are just as busy, but they find a way to um, still pay all their bills and have time to, for themselves and stuff like that. So um, it's a learning, learning curve. You know, I just got to figure out my shit. Um, a couple of years ago, I would tell you that like, just fucking work your ass off and kill yourself, work yourself to death. But now it's like, I'm seeing people that are doing really well and not working like me. I want to work all the time because I love my job, but at the same time, I don't want it to be a necessity because we might lose the house or we can't pay a bill. Like, um, cause for a few years it was like that. I'd work 16 hours a day just because that's how much I had to work just to keep the lights on. It wasn't because we were saving up for a Ferrari. It was because if I didn't work 16 hours a day, seven days a week, we wouldn't be able to keep blowing glass because it was so expensive to blow glass. It's just what it was. It was like that for years until about 2000, until about 2019 yeah, until about last year, mid last year we got to a point where we're like okay now we can maybe slow down a little bit and don't have to just crush because we have to um and then some shit happened in life and then we ended up needing money to help people and then i had to end up just keep working again it's weird it all evens out in the end right guys it's almost like sometimes i think about it and i'm like like man maybe because i work like this life will keep throwing things at me that will continue this same progression of work like even if consciously i'm like i'm gonna work less maybe because i've gotten to this type of work groove like the universe is gonna be like dude even if you think you're gonna work less we're gonna throw this in your lap so you're gonna have to keep crushing but it's a good thing i mean it's a it is a good thing too it's like it's it's better than not having work or anything like that because i've been there before i'm like god that is the worst when you're having a hard time financially or you don't have work i mean it's, it, it affects your relationships it affects your, you know, mental health, I mean, everything, it just, that's the one thing with, like, 2020 is, like, ever so apparent is just seeing so many people just having a tough time, and I'm like, whoa, I hate seeing people suffering, but that's life, like Frank Sinatra said, I'm gonna listen to that song after this podcast again, I'm just tell myself it's what it is, dude, you just gotta keep stepping forward keep moving forward keep smoking copious amounts of hash actually i have to start smoking a little less hash this shit's getting expensive i don't know what it is maybe it's the double dabs <laughs> maybe that's why i'm smoking so much hash because i have to put so much hash in two nails for it to look cool um but whatever 2020 this is the year i'm going to eat too much mcdonald's and take too many dabs because this year's fucked anyways but i start with my trainer again on friday so i'm gonna try and get healthier again try is the key word this triple meter makes these double dabs so much more pleasant though a year ago when we were doing these you always took a hot dab Cause you just, it was just so hard to time two nails, but now with like, uh, you know, cause we can test the temperature on these, being able to bounce back and forth and get these right. All right. Real, real quick. Let's talk about this carb cap. Okay. All right. So 
essentially what this carb cap is, is it is an RBR, but the RBR is attached to a spinner cap. Now I'm going to spin this around so you can see how it attaches to the spinner cap. All right, so your smoke is just like a regular RBR. It goes down the nail, through the perk, goes into the spinning chamber, and then up the mouthpiece. But instead of the smoke coming out a hole in the mouthpiece, the smoke goes down this arm and hooks in to the spinner cap in the base. And then the smoke will shoot out the noodles and spin the pearls in the next nail. So that's how it works. It is essentially a micro RBR with a spinner cap welded to the bottom and then a bypass that jumps up to the mouthpiece so that the smoke can travel down in. Really goofy design, actually works pretty damn well. And it's a good time. Let's see what our temps are at here. Okay, she's doing pretty good. All right, let's scoop some hash out. BHO though, because if I'm doing big dabs, I'll just do it with the BHO so we don't waste the fire rosin. <clears throat> okay, no dog hair, good. I like to put the bigger dab in the uh, <clears throat> in the nail cap because it uh, looks cooler. Oh yeah, fumbling. All the pearls are spinning. This little tornado is raging. <coughs> I honestly can't believe how I honestly can't believe how good this thing spins water in the top here. It's nuts. <coughs> Absolutely nuts. Did it because the first one I made, it like bubbled and all that, but the water didn't spin very good. Cause it wasn't tall enough. Like it was too short. Like this cap is a big ass cap. Obviously it's like a pipe on top of a cap essentially. So, um, the first one I made, like I made it a year or two ago and it was a fun video piece. People were stoked on it, but I like, knew I had to go back and make it again because I needed it to spin water up here. Like that aggressive RBR vortex that these are known for. And I got it this time, which means <coughs> when I new website drops, you guys will start seeing very, very limited drops of accessories like these. For years, I've made really random, weird, one-off things like Sherlock's that you can switch like a flower bowl out of to smoking concentrates through it. Like really weird, one-off stuff like that. You're gonna finally, after seven years of seeing all this weird stuff, I'm gonna start making official designs that will be available on the website in very small drops. We're talking one or two or three at a time. And only a few times a year, but they'll be ultra unique signed accessories that are just obviously for fuckery. This is not something to be like, this is the best way to smoke, but it's going to be a really fun thing if you're having the homies over and you want to do some dumb shit and yeah, just get ignorant. Like I've seen people put like slurpers on both of them and stack slurpers with these ones, you know? So like these, like these carb caps, you can stack a bunch with cause they're a little smaller they don't have all this moving parts and water and shit in them. They just hold a nail. Um, but it's just kind of like a one of those fun things. Like 
I remember when I first started like smoking and like hanging out with friends and we were buying pipes and getting together and seshing. I would, we would all talk about ideas and funny things. And I know that you guys do this because I've had a few of you leave comments to your friends and be like, dude, we were talking about this the other day. What if someone did this? So I know we're on that same headspace. Um, and I feel like I'm still there. That's why like I'm a glass blower, but I'm still like that kid that's just on the couch, like dreaming about like, what if someone did this or what if someone put this perk in there and did it this way? And, and I try to just have fun with it. I know you guys mostly just see RBRs out of me, but that's what a lot of people are ordering and I love making them. So I'm, I'm doing what the market is asking for right now, but I have so many cool things to offer. And this new website is going to be an opportunity for me to offer these things in a way where it makes sense. Like where I can like sell it to you guys and I don't have, it's not going to be a drop thing. Cause I'm not going to do drops of these crazy accessories in stores. It just doesn't make sense. The stores are more for like the clear stuff. Um, but the website will have like really cool accessories and stuff on there too. So we're just, we're just really excited to be able to offer our bubble caps, our spinner caps, our water spinner caps, like to be able to offer all these things on our new website and like drops like almost every week is going to be, uh, it's going to be really nice for customers because if ever, not everyone can afford an RBR, but maybe they want to support and they just want to buy like a dope ass carb cap and shred that on a piece. Also too, with these carb caps, I'm not going to release these until I find, um, I think I'm going to make a stand for them that this drops and locks into with a hook that comes off it. So you can actually smoke this like a rig and not just a cap, but then when you pop it out of the stand, it can go into a rig. So like, these, this is still a prototype. This is not finished product right here. These are just concepts that we have fun with here. Um, but when the official design comes out, it's going to be one of those things where it's like, obviously you'll be able to smoke it without it being a cap. You can smoke it like a rig or you can pop it out of the stand and throw it into the nail as some fuckery and just have some fun. Uh, it'll be really a novelty, unique thing that I do. And these will be super ultra limited. There's a lot of really unique limited things we're going to start coming out with over the next few years. So I cannot wait. And I'm really grateful I have this podcast too, because this is like such a cool way to like share it with you guys and show it off. Um, eventually I probably got to make shorter videos that we're just talking about glass so that you don't have to filter through all the weird life bullshit before you get to the stuff you're really interested in. But I appreciate all you guys that give me your feedback and hang out with me and share your stories in the comments or things you're dealing with or figure it out. Cause you know, it's like, I feel like this is maybe something that we've had less of i've said this another podcast but we've had less of over the last at least 15 20 years since texting and stuff has really been around at least less 10 15 years with social media and texting like everyone's so connected now but um how much are we really talking about how we're really feeling or we're talking about our lives or things that are going on like we're not people are making these fake lives on the internet to make people think that they're always vacationing or they have a nice car and they're the best, but really most people are having a hard, lots of people have hard days. doesn't matter how good they're doing. Um, my point is, is that I feel like since social media and texting, maybe things have become a little bit filtered in a way where they're not as real as they are. And I think podcasts, at least this is what I've learned from all the podcasts I've watched. I see just realness. I'm like, okay, these are like real people. These are people just sharing and talking. And this is what we need as a, definitely as a culture, but even more as a species for us to evolve to that next step beyond homo sapien. I mean, we need to keep talking and be connected and not in a fake way. Like right now, the easiest way is through video and stuff, but hopefully someday, which I think will be next year. I really have faith that next year things are going to get better. Um, 
after the winter and the spring it starts popping up hopefully everybody's feeling good and the pandy's chilled out a little bit but um right now video is the only way we're really connecting for the most part because of social distancing and whatnot but i think we all got to keep talking to each other i've said this the last three episodes but we got to keep got to keep talking all right let's just let's just sit down here for a second and take another dab though how about that do you guys think that this cap will be able to go on a micro rbr because i don't know my producer's shaking his head no this is good let's see what happens here so i probably should just put it on there to see if it holds it first before i actually try to dab it right And there she goes. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So I'll probably have to hang on to her, but we're going to do it anyways. Double dab through a micro because this is, I've, I've had a really stressful couple days. I'm be honest with you guys. I'm just going to get super baked here today. I mean, that's what, that's what what's happening. Just, just so you know, and I forgot to clean these fucking nails again, or at least just this one. Cause yeah, I know like some people are like, oh, you shouldn't just like smoke to, you know, like cover up your problems. I'm like, oh no, I'm thinking about them. I'm just trying to be more rational while I'm thinking about them. Cause if I don't smoke, I'm going to freak out and be a real sensitive Sally and start making it a big deal. I might text someone and say something I don't mean, you know, I just, so for me, the cannabis, it helps me rationalize and be a little bit more uh, clear headed, if that makes sense as hazy as things are when you smoke this much, it makes me uh, a little less hung up on my own ego. <clears throat> I don't know. Who knows? Well, I could do a double dab without water, though. I could just do this one. The water's fun. That's what this episode's about. So we're, we're fucking, we're, we're, whoa, hey. See that catch? She didn't even fucking touch. That was a pinky catch. That was wild. See, clear-headed. Like a ninja. <laughs> like a clumsy ninja. Really? All right. Sweet. Crushing. Time's fine, guys. That's It's just... <clears throat> time goes by a lot quicker when you're having fun, I'll tell you that. I don't know if you guys are having a good time, but I'm enjoying myself getting high here today and chilling with y'all. I need more butane again, I swear. Or this torch is just, honestly, this torch is six years old. I can't believe it even still turns on. This is a six-year-old blazer. And she has not been taken care of at all. Like, this torch has just been used and abused. You stay over there. Put some more butane in here. I'm ready for winter, though. I'm ready to fucking, I got my flannel on. First flannel of the year. Here we go. I'm feeling like myself. I grew up wearing flannels and work boots. Carhartt's flannels, work boots. I love that. Said it one another episode, but when I ever have those Carhartts on, you feel bulletproof. I love that shit. I feel I feel so tough when I'm in like full like Carhartt flannel and fucking work boots. I'm like I'm a man today. At least that's what I tell myself. My last name is Man though, so I'm a man every day. Really bad joke. Wow, that's probably really loud on the mic. I'm sorry, guys, but this is what it sounds like when you're smoking concentrated weed while using a torch. 
This is probably the most unattractive way to consume weed too, at least the preparation of doing it. As far as the dab melting in there and spinning and the function, that's that's beautiful. We all love that. Um, but the preparation to taking a dab has got to be the one, one of the most unattractive ways. I've been places, I've gone to parties back in the day and been heating up a dab and like I'm in the corner of the room and people start turning like, what the fuck is that guy doing over there? Is he about to do meth or something? Like people... Because back in 2010, people didn't really know. General public did not know about dabbing. It wasn't even a dance yet. Um, at least I don't think it was. But so like it was. It's got to be one of the most unattractive ways to smoke. With just like when you're heating up a nail with a torch, it's all loud and it just looks like you're probably doing something you shouldn't be doing. But can't win everybody over, so you can't explain things to everybody. So. That's why I love, that's one thing I love about social media is I can create a place where I can connect with common, you know, people that have like a common uh, thought process. I can't even think of the fucking, you know, Aja, do you know what I'm trying to say? What is it? A comment? No, 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 no one knows what I'm trying to say right now. Common interests. I try to find people with common interests. That's a nice thing about social media and stuff. I remember when I first got MySpace back in the day and you had AIM. Dude, this is 2004 and five. This is like some OG shit. But that was the coolest shit. And I met my wife on the internet and then we met at a mall. And that was a time when you should not meet people off the internet. My parents did, I can't believe like, I don't know if anyone's parents really knew. Maybe they were like, I was like, can you guys just bring me to the mall today? I didn't tell them I was meeting a stranger on the inter- off the internet. Cassie could have been an adult. <laughs> who knows, but she wasn't. She was who she said she was. Man, I think about the first time, like, I met her and I did, like, I gave her, oh, so I, like, she thought it was funny, but now I think back to her, I'm like, was that weird? But, like, she loved gummy bears, so what I did was I got gummy bears, but I wanted to freak her out. I wanted to make her feel super uncomfortable. So instead of giving her the gummy bears, just like, oh, here's some gummy bears, I put them inside of Victoria's Secret box. Like, I was, like, a 15-year-old giving her, like, like underwear and I've never met her before. So she, I gave her the Victoria's secret box and she just looked at me uncomfortable. And I'm like, yes, everything's going to according to plan. And and then she opened it it was gummy bears. And she was like, so excited because I got her, you know, I brought her really uncomfortable close to the edge. Like, okay, I thought this guy was cool. Now this is really weird. And then gummy bears. Oh my God. He remembered my favorite candy. And we just started talking a few days ago. So that was one of the moves when I was 15. I think I also had a scarf on and a striped hoodie. So I think maybe that was one of the moves too. And skinny jeans girls like that back then. That was before they made skinny jeans though for boys. We had to wear girl pants. It's what it is. You had to find a decent pair of girl pants that actually fit you. And that was tough when you were a thick boy. Oh man, that was tough when you were a thick boy. Cause skinnier guys, you couldn't tell. You're like, that could be girl pants or they could have just found like a really nice pair of European pants. But when a, Chunky boy, thick boy puts on a pair of girl pants. Everyone's like, why is that fat guy in girl pants? It's just, yeah. Nah, you guys remember Jinko, Jinko jeans? Those, is it, they, I think they were the ones with all the tassels and stuff. They were the opposite of girl pants. They were like a huge, like giant pants, chains all over them. Man, those kids, you always hear them coming down the hall. They couldn't sync up on nobody because their jeans and their chains would be just dangling and I'm so baked already. I'm looking at this micro and I'm like, oh God, this is happening. And we're talking about Jinko jeans. I'm 
That's where we're at. This is great though, because I would have never gotten here unless I did this podcast. Now I'm going to be thinking about Jinko jeans all day today. This fucking front nail is not hot enough or this nail on the cap. So we're going to give it just a couple seconds there. I'll check this one one more time. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's good. All right. Let's get the hash out. Move this a little bit this way because this is all a little smaller. Jeez, I'm not ready. I'm not prepared. Ugh. It's too much. Oh shit, that's too much. I'm making a mess. It's way too much. Oh well. See, let's put this cap on there. Oh, we did it. Okay. Failed a little bit, but now I'm feeling it. Tastes really good with the program thin. It's because I didn't have the cap out there flat. Fuck it. I did a terrible job, but you know what? You know what? The thing is, look at this. Look at this. <coughs> I didn't do a good job, but. This is like uh that's gotta be at least fucking ten inches tall, maybe a foot. At the top of this little mouthpiece, it's just hard to smoke. But I think if I get back in there, maybe we can make them spin. Oh, that's so weird. Why don't you let us spin, little pearl? Whoa! This thing is not stable. <laughs> okay, we gotta, we gotta just, we gotta just keep this cap on the bigger pieces. We're gonna keep that over there. Okay. I wasted a bunch of hash just now. It was great hash too. Sour papaya. It's like rosin. I've been enjoying it so much. A collector gave it to me. Super grateful. I wish I knew their exact names so I could shout them out. You know what? I'm going to guess. And if it's the wrong person, hey, they get a free shout out. I think his name is T Brandon 241 or 421 on Instagram. And I could be fucking wrong, but just making an effort, I feel a little better. So, <coughs> whoa. The double dab on the micro with the water spinning cap is a challenge. Few things I could have done different. Hat could have been backwards. Glasses off because these frames were hitting. But remember, I have excuses for days. So I feel better now. I'm like, yeah, dude, those are all the reasons it didn't do, didn't go good. It was that damn hat. It wasn't that it was just way too ridiculous and big for the micro. But um, I, I now I want to take another double dab that actually functions right. But I enjoyed trying it on the micro. But now we need to go back to something else. I think we need to throw a... Uh, throw one through Cassie's rig and then I think we need to try a triple dab on the 14 mil and then after that I'm done because that's you start doing the math I mean we're hitting double digits at that point and that's enough dabs before noon I'll be honest with you I don't care who you are you do you do double digit dabs before noon you might be irresponsible 
I'm getting irresponsible today. But it's been a tough couple days, so I'm giving myself the morning to have some fun with you guys and just smoke too much hash. Hope you guys are doing the same. All right. <clears throat> Let's throw a 10 mil nail in here. Let's just enjoy Cassie's piece with just a real, just a real dab. Let's not even do a double dab because we are going to do a triple dab here in a minute. So I'm just going to enjoy some low temp GMO Terps from Laser Cat. I got some of their lava rosin here, the premium. So I'm going to warm this up, clean up the nail just a little bit and get like a nice low temper on there and get ready to take the triple, triple dab. Excuse me. But yeah, I love this piece. So stoked to have like one of these newer ones in the collection. Um, we always, the, anytime we get a new piece, it's usually like, cause I get to make my wife something and then we finally get one of the fancier new ones. Most of my RBRs are all ones with like a blemish or they couldn't go out, but it still functions great and I love it. So they stay with me and they get used and appreciated and smoked. And that way I'm constantly like tweaking the product and testing the newer ones to make sure everything's like you know, you always want to try and make things better and better and better. You know what I mean? If if we thought the best pipe ever made was already been made, we wouldn't even be blowing glass anymore, would we? So I believe that everything can be better. So let, I'm just going to keep going at it. I'm going to share the whole experience with you guys that support me and follow and believe in my silly little pipe-making dream, my pipe dream. Um, pipe dreams. Is that something people say, pipe dreams? I'm not sure. Pretty sure all black squirrels escaped from Kent State College in the 1930s i don't think that's a natural squirrel i'm pretty sure all black squirrels are artificial um look it up <coughs> let's warm this nail up got this dope office mug right here Planet Caravan sent uh, my wife and I and one of our baby. We all like, I don't know if you guys watch The Office, any of you, but these are the mugs that Kelly gave to everybody at her birthday party and Dwight and Jim didn't go, so they didn't get a mug. And there's some episodes about that. But so it's kind of like a funny little inside joke for people that love The Office. I'm not just some asshole that has a cup with his face on it and thinks I'm the best. It is a funny inside joke that was a gift. So yeah talking about my coffee mug now but it's because we're getting this dab ready on this really fun piece i love the drain on this one the way it wraps around the marble these are really really fun pieces to make and the function is different than a regular double diffuser or anything it actually has a longer drain like you would it's the same height overall but the, because the drain hooks out and comes back in you got to think that's actually a longer path than going straight down so you're hooking out and going around this big old marble. So it's a longer drain, technically. It's longer by quite a bit. So it makes, uh, makes the pipe function a little differently, which is cool. Gives you a little bit more of a... I feel like the drain's just like a little bit slower, kind of. It's like hard to explain. But with these ones, what I've noticed is I gotta make sure, like all the ones I've made, I've, I got it right. But like when I was making them, I was like, okay, make sure this line is a little fatter because it's a longer drain and these need to be fast enough that they're feeding water back to that perk quick enough. So it's like a fine line when it comes to like building recyclers with, you know, your return line is your uptake, just making sure everything is the right size. So the amount of volume water that's feeding and draining is proper or else the piece bottoms out or doesn't work right. Recyclers, um, 
can be really discouraging sometimes. I've made a lot of them. So now for me, it's like, it's just kind of like second nature. Like it's like, I'm very comfortable in the recycler zone. Like that's where, that's where I feel comfortable. But if you've never really made them and you start making recyclers and you've been doing other things for the last 10, 15 years, recyclers can be a real, you'll hate them just because there's so much work. If when you're first starting to do them, when you don't have a formula to build a recycler, they're just so much work. But like anything, as you do them, you can find faster ways to do it. Um, but I'm just saying, when people are first starting to do them, they can be a real pain in the ass. Luckily, I've been doing them for seven years now. So that's what I started making. Oh, no, is my triple meter dead? Oh, oh no, it's not. Well, that's like when you get a bill in the mail and you're like, oh, God, hopefully this isn't bad or something from the government or jury duty if when your turbo meter doesn't turn on, but it just turned on, so I'm fine. Don't worry. Had to call it a jury duty this week. They gave it to me. And then I tried to call the courthouse and be like, hey, so what's I, I can't come to this. And when I called, no one was working because of the pandy. And I'm like, okay, so you don't have employees there because it's not safe enough because of the pandy, but you want all of us to come sit in this fucking you know, courtroom while you pick names out of a hat to see who's going to be on the jury. But, um, yeah, we just sent him a message or we sent him like an email thing just saying that like I couldn't go, but we'll see what happens. Like maybe they'll still get mad at me and find me or something, but it is what it is. But jury dude, that's crazy. They want people doing that shit right now. It's wild. I was just going to go down there and like bring a rig with me and take like a super, like, like a 900 degree dab and then walk in the building, just sweating and coughing and just not even be able to breathe. Cause the dab was so big. And then, but then my, one of my guys that works here is like, Oh, don't do that, dude. They might like flag you or you might get in trouble for like walking into a place like that. Like he's like, you probably should just follow protocol and just like email them and you know, whatever. I'm like, you're probably right. Probably shouldn't do that. The reason I didn't want to email right away, though, is because you have to email them within five days of your date you're going to be there, and I emailed them the night before. So I'm like, I didn't really follow protocol, but at least I tried. They say 30% of people don't show up to jury duty that are summoned, and that was before the pandemic. The last time they like did that census or whatever the fucking survey is was in like 2017. 30% of people just don't even show up. They just throw it right in the garbage. So I'm like, how many people don't show up when it's a fucking pandy? At least I fucking reached out and was like, hey, send me a freshie in six months. Right now, I'm not comfortable coming and hanging out with all you guys downtown in a fucking courthouse. They can Zoom me. That way I can just smoke the whole time I'm like on the jury. Like, I would do that. Like, I would sit at this table and they could film me and Zoom me in to the... the the jury or whatever and just put me on a little screen and I'll just take dabs and and I'll just help you know ju bring justice or whatever they do I don't know what they do honestly I don't want to judge anybody fuck that I don't want that responsibility that's not stressful I had to reheat it I was talking too much and now it's too hot again so here we are but I'm gonna get into this tasty GMO and then we'll do the triple dab and that's probably gonna be it for today's episode guys so you know, a lot of dabbing today and rambling, but I needed it. And I hope you guys hung out and enjoyed it because we're just chilling. Excited for this next Sunday sale, though. We have a few new colors. Well, actually, all new colors. We have some crazy UV colors that Cormax made. 
So I'm excited to share those with you guys. Um, yeah, I feel so lucky that I have <clears throat> my guys helping me. I just used to do all this by myself, and I have two guys that come in here every day pretty much and are just cleaning and keeping organized, shipping, Cormac's blowing out color and just testing colors. Like I, I'm not even asking for colors I need at this point because like I'm all caught up on shit, so I'm just like, dude, just have fun. Just pull color and just make cool mixes and experiment with stuff and just enjoy yourself at work and the best stuff's going to come out. And I don't know. I just like, these guys are just doing great. Just, I feel like in like three years, I feel like when Bear Mountain Studios is 10 years old, cause we're at year seven right now. I feel like at year 10, this comp, like we're going to be really running smooth. We'll be in a good place. I hope. All right. See, that's what I wanted. That's that nice, perfect temp. I hit it at like 4.15ish, 4.20. 420, bro. It's a nice temp. Ever since I started like temping all my dabs, like, I'll be honest with you, that's probably why I've been smoking more hash. Because it's so pleasant and so easy, and you don't cough as much. It's just perfect. That's the best way to explain it. You like Honestly, with enough pearls, you can even hit it even lower than 400. just depends on how much smoke you want, how thick of a cloud. But uh, I like those low 400s because it's low temp, but with enough like pearls in there and stuff, you're still getting like a nice thick cloud of just low temp smoke. <coughs> <coughs> Wow. <coughs> Terps. All right, let's clean up this now. Get mentally prepped for the big old triple dab. And uh, we'll see if we can get a cool clip for Instagram or something with this triple dab. We'll try and do it right. If not, no big deal. Because I, I try to keep my expectations super low. I'm the opposite of my wife. She has high expectations all the time. That's probably why she gets mad at me a lot. My expectations, expectations are so low. They're non-existent. I just, my expectations are I'm like, if I wake up today, that was enough. Everything else, if I, have, if I have any expectations, what happens with me is I get upset and it fucks up the rest of my day. So as long as I just don't expect anything and I just go into the day trying to be a decent human being and not expect anything, I actually have a great day and I feel good at the end of the day, regardless of how people treated me or what happened because, I don't know, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about right now. That GMO just hit me just now. Just now, I just felt it. It got into me. And I was like, whoa, was that a GMO? That's crazy. It's potent. I love that sometimes in my head, I'm like, I think you're going to make a good point, Evan. And then I just, I'm like, oh no, you're really high. And then I forget what I'm talking about. <laughs> but hey, that's life, right? That's this episode. If we start titling episodes, which we might hear soon, because this podcast, we're just learning. Our, our new producer, Aja, he was like, let's get like a soundboard or something. Like, so I think we're going to get all sorts of fun equipment and just uh, just try to have some fun here. We're definitely going to start doing either call-ins or voicemails from you guys that support the podcast with actual like straight-up questions about whatever the podcast or like glass or life, whatever you want to talk about. We're going to find more ways for you guys to interact. So please make sure you guys comment and like and subscribe. Comment down below. Let me know what you think or let me know stuff you want to see. Maybe you're like, man, like... I see the glass community and the weed community, but like no one ever talks about this 
or this subject and maybe I can shed some light on it if I know anything. So, um, yeah, let's try to like use the podcast more for that too. So we can make sure that, uh, cause what's common sense for me maybe is a mystery for you. You know what I mean? Like, like someone that knows how to drive stick shift. I'm like, I don't know how to do that. Well, like I can do it, but not good. Like some people do it second nature though. Like they don't have to think about it. It's just like natural for them to drive stick. But that's more what I mean. So maybe something that's common sense for me is a mystery to you. Let's try to share what we know because I'm sure you guys have cool shit to share too. Who knows what this is going to turn into. All I know is is that we're super stoked to have Aja on the team. And uh, I think this podcast is going to grow like crazy as far as like how much we do on here. So it's nice to have more help. Just having everybody. I think we have another person that's going to be helping us in January too that... We just might have a new person that's just helping with all sorts of stuff on the podcast. I don't know, because I have a feeling that if I can work really hard and get more money and get a bigger budget or get more sponsors, that we'll be able to obviously do more shit. So, all right. These nails are all dirty. This is a mess. All right. I'm just going to set that there. All the pearls out. (coughs) I need another carb cap, too. We'll get it all figured out, though. First, we got to clean all these fucking nails. This triple dab will take a second to get set up. Because I do want it to be pleasant. Like, I want to be able to take the whole dab, so I got to make sure all the nails are good temp and clean. And Whoa, I just thought about this. My dabber only has two ends. But it has two sides which means four ends i don't know i'm really baked right now but i'm trying to figure out how logistically to get the hash and all three nails while i'm the same dammer dabber whoa i can't even talk my jaw's popping my dentist said there's nothing they can do about it he said there's just a flat spot in there and i think it's from holding a blow hose in my mouth for too long the last seven years i've been had a blow hose in my fucking mouth and i think it's like shifted my whole jaw because i have this weird like little slur and like the way my mouth moves now and it's like my jaw cracks a lot and it's like all like it pops when i eat so i'm like okay dentist looked at it shit's all crooked there's a flat spot and so you know uh maybe i should have switched sides with the mouth with the blow hose switch sides you know too much anything ain't good for you i'm saying that as i'm about to take three dabs at once um but it's what it is I think I should have alternated sides in my mouth so that my shit didn't get so messed up. <laughs> Whenever I'm eating dinner with my wife, she'll just stare at me. She'll be like, you need to get, you need to take care of that. And I'm like, I've gone to the dentist. They said there's nothing they can do. There's like a surgery they can do, but it doesn't really fix it. And she's like, you got to do something about that. I cannot listen to that popping jaw. I'm like, oh shit. Sometimes I like turn away and chew. I'm just kidding. But for real, it's loud though. Luckily, this podcast is not me eating food because it sounds like someone dropping rocks while they're like eating. It's weird. But in my 30s, like I told my wife when we were in our 20s, I was like, I'm going to crush through my 20s. I'm going to recover through my 30s from how bad I beat myself in my 20s. And then in my 40s, we're going to live on Mars. So it's fine. Everything's going to be dope. You know what I mean? I got a plan. 
space pipes. Pipes in space. Really creative. Okay. Gotta clean. Which now? I think this one also needs to be clean. That one can just chill for a minute. This is really ridiculous, guys. If I was more cleanly with my nails, I usually am, but we're out of alcohol. That's actually what's happening. This whole thing with these nails being dirty is because we're out of the uh, ISO. I gotta see if the grocery store someone has some of that, those big gallon ones. The weird things that disappeared during the pandy. What a weird year. I do think that what's gonna happen though in the next few years is we're just gonna like, this is just gonna be a memory and all of a sudden though, like I'll tell you what though, everything that's happened this year has just given conspiracy theorists at least a solid 20 years, at least 20 years of conspiracy theory material. They're gonna be, there's gonna be conspiracies on the conspiracies, conspiracies. This shit's gonna be ridiculous, redundant, and I'm just gonna get boring because I lived during this shit, dude. Keep talking about pyramids, bro. I wasn't there, I'm more interested in that. These conspiracy dudes are gonna go off about the pandemic and agendas and money and the things happening behind the scenes and the pandemic was just covering it all up. Dumb shit, which probably is the truth as well. But either way, either way, it's gonna be boring. So I'm like, I just lived through that, bro. I don't wanna talk about it anymore. And I'm the one talking about it. So here we are at the end of the episode. One more nail to clean. Q-tipped a little bit, I think. Eh, there it goes. Still, the thing with it, when you have multiple pearls in a nail, that's when you're like asking for it as far as like getting all the reclaim off everything so you don't chaz your banger. Usually what you want to do is dump all these pearls into alcohol if you have it and even maybe dunk your whole nail in there. If you want to make a nail like last forever, I'm pretty sure the best way is to like constantly like you take a dab, dunk that whole thing in like a silicone dish filled with alcohol and remove everything off of it and completely clean it in between every dab. I know people that do that. That's my empty alcohol container over there just saying, what's up, bro? I'm empty. It's literally what it is. That's an empty bottle of alcohol popping over there because I'm talking about it. That's what I'm going to tell myself anyways, Aja. How am I going to heat up three of these? Now, I'm really not thinking about this, guys. This is... This is dirty. Is this dirty? That doesn't look clean. I feel like I should just warm these up enough. Why are you moving though? Oh, this doesn't make sense. There we go. It's gotta lean this way. It'll swing back. See how inefficient, this is so inefficient. This is stupid. I wouldn't even recommend this. I don't think anyone should do this. Um, it's a waste of time, it's a waste of hash. I mean, but if you have a few nails, a few friends, and you have a little extra hash, and you're just trying to have some fun and giggle, make a memory, then you, then you gotta do this. All you gotta do is make sure each friend buys one of the RBR spinner caps, then you guys all hang out together. Um, I don't have too many friends, so I have to make a bunch myself and heat them all up like this. If you're doing it like this, you need to get out more, dude. If this is how you're heating up your nails, if this is how you're heating up three nails, need to get some friends but um where's my dogs 
They're pretty cool, but they're useless. They definitely couldn't help me with this. They're sleeping. Okay, I need more butane in this. This is tough, but I can fill this. Usually I can do it with one hand. There we go. Oh, I need another carb cap. Okay, I can do that too. Dude, there's a purple one right there up on that bench. Spinner cap, right? It's like behind, it, it, no, no, it's, it's, see that wooden Bearmont Studios thing? Oh, actually, yeah, that one you grab's better. That one's dirty. Yeah, that purple one's somebody's. That's a better plan. See, you're a problem solver, dude. And that's why I know you're a manager of something. Cause you're a problem solver. I'm a great employee but I should never be a manager or a boss of anything. But I'm a great hard worker and I'm uh, motivated and I, I bring a little humor, but I'm definitely not a boss. I, I'm not cut out for it. So someday I'll just find, I'll like, like, like my wife's the boss, but like someday we'll just have to find like a CEO, but like you run Bear Mountain. I'll just be an employee and I'll bring ideas to the table But yeah, the boss shit, and it's not for everybody. I really have not thought about all the logistics with how I'm going to do this. Because these are all, you know what I need to do? I need to chill for a second, count to five, or count to ten on the first one, seven, then five. Okay. That's the best we're going to do. Okay, so um, BHO for sure. Yes, it's, uh, I don't know how to open it. Aisha, bro, I need your help, bro. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. See, see, I do have help. I do have friends. There are people to help me. Okay. Logistically, this is really. I think I have a feeling like if, I don't know. I should just check the temps. This is great though. The, this part of the episode is for the people that make it this far. If you make it this far, this is for you. This is not even like, I'm not cool. I'm not good at smoking weed, but I'm gonna try and do something on camera that I'm not qualified for. And you guys get to experience it with me and just see what is Evan doing. And wow, if he would have done it this way, it would have been so much easier. What a mess. That's what we'll all say. Okay, so. I gotta figure out which cap goes on with what first. I gotta turn this. I'm gonna take a hot dab right now. It's what it is, but we gotta go. Too much. 
there she goes. For a second, though, I had a lot sitting for one second. That's okay, I did alright. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna cheer myself on. <laughs> did alright, bud. Oh, good job. <laughs> well, now, what a mess. We'll get a clip out of there for about three seconds of everything spinning. Slow it down. Make it a 15-second clip in slow motion. Post it on Instagram. And make it look like I did a good job. But all you guys that made it this far, you'll know. You'll know that was bad. Well, don't forget to check out bmsglass.com. We got a new mood mat drop coming up, new shirts, pre-sale shirts are going out soon. And also once the new website drops, all of our old shirts that we've had over the years will now be available all the time. My wife's been really working really hard with a company. We will have direct to garment on all of our original shirts and stuff, and we'll have new shirts coming out all the time. We are going to try and drop some podcast specific shirts for just you podcaster listeners out there. And, um, you know, keep trying to do fun things like that. October 11th is the next Sunday sale. And um, thank you guys so much who made it this far and hung out with me. Uh, this is the What's Up Everybody podcast. And appreciate all you guys who chilled today. Hope you have a good rest of your day. And I'll see you next week. <laughs>